Guys, welcome back to USSC Stories. I'm Evan. This is Mike, and uh, this is going to be episode two of us telling uh, our experiences through the military and uh, the Navy, and specifically submarines. So, what's going on, Mike? How you doing, buddy? Oh man, I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Had a great day. Um, had a great day, man. How about yourself, man? Pretty good. Uh, pretty good. Can't complain. Surviving through this uh, this shutdown, you know, like everybody else. So. Um, yeah, I think we're, I think we're good. Um, so, you know, last episode, I think we talked about, uh, joining the Navy up into some point in boot camp. Um, so I think what we should do is kind of, um, get the highlights on our boot camp experiences and then, uh, we can tell people what happens afterwards when you get into, uh, one of your schools, it could be a school, uh, some people can go to C school, but we'll talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my my experience with boot camp, I think it was just anybody that was going through boot camp, it, it was hell at, at points. Uh, it was they had some good days, some bad days, but mostly I was just ready for that whole time period just to go so I could, you know, go on and do something else, man. Um, mm-hmm. Sleep deprived, fucking um, just missing home, hungry all the damn time, fucking doing a little middle school bullshit, dealing with. Yeah. Dealing with the people that we had, uh, I don't know if you had in your division too, man. Like people that were uh, always like those hoorah motherfuckers at night. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. as soon as you go to fucking RDC leaves and everybody's supposed to be going to sleep, you got those dudes like, yeah, man. Like we we got to get together, man. Like we gotta we we, we gotta be one. Like they they're breaking us down to build us back up. Come on, guys, we can do this. Like yo, shut the right. I, I decided for this shit. Like, I want to go to sleep, man. Like, we got to wake up like three hours. Man. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. How so? How would you? How would you rate a uh, boot camp like uh, overall for you? You know, um, boot camp. Uh, it wasn't. You know, looking back at it, it, wasn't really that bad. It wasn't tough, but there were certain times where you you fucking hate it. You know, especially P days. They sucked. Uh, and then, you know, there'd just be certain times during boot camp, you just, you're just fucking sick of it, you know, because you're there for quite a few weeks. And um, it is, like you say, there are some really, like, hoo go fucking Navy guys, little recruits, and they're trying to, you know, solve the world's problems and stuff. And that could get annoying really quick. But then, you know, a lot of people click up. It's just like high school and shit and college, you know. You have little groups of people that hang out together and stuff. And, um yeah, you know, that can that can be good or bad, you know. Yeah. Um fucking got sick so many times in, in boot camp. It was nasty. Um you know. It was good to get through it though. Um I think, you know, with the pinnacle is battle stations. Uh the end of boot camp is battle stations, you know. Yeah. And um we had to survive that for what was it, two days. And um you know, once that's over with, you get your Navy ball cap and you're good to go. Good to go. And I know, I know, I know there was a few people that fucking cried after the um, battle station because so they they played that sob ass song. What was it? Uh, proud to be American. Yeah. <clears throat> and as you transitioning over, like people just fucking like yes, like you're you're no longer a recruit now. You're a shipmate. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, man. Then uh, man. So I remember. After graduation, it, 
that following Monday, we graduated on Friday, that following Monday, I shipped off to A school, man. And mm-hmm. for y'all Meridian, know, Mississippi. Meridian, Mississippi, man. A school is uh is where you learn your job. So we're yeoman. So pretty much, mm-hmm. you know, we're paper bitches in the eyes <laughs> of the Navy. So we had to go to a school pretty much to learn how to push paper uh, in various different forms and ways. So uh, how was your journey from boot camp to A school? Uh, it was a little fucked up, I'll be honest with you. Um, so, you know, at the end of boot camp, uh, you know, the, the RDCs, they'll give out your orders and stuff like that. And people, you know, go off to their A schools, their next command, start learning their job. Well, I didn't get my orders, you know, right away. And um, when you don't get your orders, you get put into uh, a holding unit. It's called THU, Temporary Holding Unit. Yeah, right, right. And, yeah, and I was there for a month. And um, it's basically the small minority of people that are there because they don't have orders. It's very, very, it's a very small amount. The right. rest are people that quit the Navy or um that they just weren't a good fit for the navy so they all got a bad attitude in there and shit and um man it got it was fucking weird bro like you'd be asleep and the next day someone had took your fucking dirty socks or dirty fucking underwear you know out of your fucking uh laundry bag you know yeah it was the fucking it was the worst it was like i don't know i didn't understand why the fuck people turn like that and you know people would wake up and half their hair is like narrowed off and stuff god damn fucking month of that shit yeah a whole month of that shit and finally i got orders and uh i got to uh go to meridian mississippi which is probably the sweatiest fucking place on earth i've ever Ooh. been to gosh um and there's nothing to do there man meridian yeah. mississippi that's a that's a, a little dot in the map and um there's nothing around that town yep you know yeah and because of that i think that's why we had the angriest freaking teachers there like everyone was pissed off all the time yeah you know <laughs> and um i think it's because it was is uh in the middle of fucking nowhere you know yeah and uh yeah like you said man we got to a school and that's how we learned to be paper pushers you know so yeah there's that fun fun fucking times man i i hated i hated uh marina mississippi through the bottom of my soul, man, because it was like a shithole. <laughs> like, there was really nothing there. I remember we got off the plane in uh, Jackson, Mississippi, and we took that drive there, and looking around, I'm like, dude, they, like, they had like a strip mall with like six to eight stores, like a small-ass movie theater that probably was maybe like actually two theaters inside of it. And it was it was yeah. like the smallest thing ever, man. And then, like you said, dude, like the instructors was fucking just angry as fuck for no damn reason. Uh, some of the higher enlisted that was there was just fucking angry. Like they had this one dude, do uh, fucking SH one Woods. SH one Woods, I remember him. Ooh man, fucking he was the worst. Yeah man, fucking like splinter looking motherfucker man. <laughs> just, just fucking horrible. Like just he just yeah. like exerted fucking. I hate man. Oh, yeah. I couldn't stand. I couldn't stand to do that. The chief, so sorry, not Chief Woods. Sh One Woods, he uh, he was the biggest douche, man. And um, it, like you said, he just kind of exerted this fucking hate out of his soul, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like he would uh, he would do weird fucking things. Like 
do random inspections and shit like that and you know they could do all kinds of shit i've heard multiple stories of him fucking trying to mess with the recruits well we're not really recruits anymore we're actually in the navy but messing with the new guys right um trying to catch them in some kind of lie or something like that and he just made the place fucking miserable yeah and you know not not to mention uh our classes were fucking boring you know basically a school we learn how to type fast is basically what it is and to look for errors in in paper you know and um you know it's it's crazy man and then there's a lot of freaky people there at a school i'll tell you what man people people get out of uh they get out of boot camp and a little bit more freedom and uh people are they you know yeah they're gonna do what they're gonna do so (laughs) yeah you know it's like like it's like you had eight weeks of just not like no type of real physical contact, man. And especially, you know, if you weren't in an integrated division, you wasn't around females. So, you know, you had eight weeks around dudes and testosterone, man, you bound to come up on something when you get to A school, bro. It seemed like soon as fucking they like the females or whatever dudes went to A school, it was like a fuck fest, man. <laughs> like yeah. it was great. It was it was it was wild, man. Like I've seen some shit. I've heard some shit, and it's it's crazy. And like what what was crazy about a school too, man? It was still kind of like they treated you like you were still in kind of boot camp. Yeah. They kind of kept you like that boot camp mindset. So you still marched everywhere. You still had to get together and like uh, do little cleaning stations. Like they still kind of treated you like you were like they they weren't gonna like un- unleash you yet. Still kind of like baby step you into being in the navy, but. It was just a different outlook of being in the Navy, man. Mm-hmm. Way different outlook being in the Navy. Did you did you did you get any luck out there in uh, in A school, man? Hey, um, so one of the uh, so our uh, what the fuck were they called? The leaders or A rocks or whatever what the fuck were they called? A-Rocks? Whatever they called, oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, the one they wore the blue ropes. Yeah. And um, yeah, so she uh she had some nice pretty brown hair, you know, and we were both dink. We are both delinquent, right? right. <laughs> so we had to stay behind at night um, to, uh, to, I don't know, keep up our shit. Right, right, right. Um, I remember I had the, the, the biggest crush on her. But at the time, you know, I wasn't as confident as I was, you know, approaching women and stuff like that. But I swear to God, like, if I had pushed it, I would have got it. We got it, yeah. It was, it was I wouldn't say it was it was necessarily totally easy, but man, it was just like a different ball game, man. Going to and then uh, I just I was just so fucking happy to get out of Meridian, man, because like from dealing with SH one Woods, dealing with fucking being in the middle of damn nowhere, the humidity yeah. was fucking outrageous. And then, like, the barracks shit, which was better than being in fucking boot camp, but they were still fucking shitholes. So, like, yeah, Meridian, Mississippi, man, never heard of that place until I got there. And I probably would never go back unless unless they paid me a good penny. I don't think I'd ever go back there, man. <laughs> I don't know if I'd ever go back, no. I don't, I don't think I could do uh, it, man. Yeah, it's talking about SH1 Woods again. Um, so, it was my time to leave. A school, right? Meridian. Yeah. I was, it was like a few of us, and our flights were early in the morning. It was like our flights were like 
five in the morning, four, I don't know, somewhere around there. Yeah. You gotta get up and get the dude driver drivers to the airport. Well, SH1 Woods was uh, the duty chief, and I guess he didn't like getting woken up that early or something like that. So basically, he found some kind of excuse to keep us there on base longer than we were supposed to. Right. And a lot of us almost missed our fucking flights to, uh, to get out of there, which really sucked because I was actually going on leave when that happened. So if I miss leave because this stupid motherfucker. Right. Oh man, it would it, it would kill me, man. But I I got my one of my favorite fucking stories uh, from this jackass. So we used to on like our duty days, you know, duty days you can be doing anything from like standing the dumbest watches. We we stand grass watch where you fucking sit in a chair and make sure nobody walks in the grass, man. Like dumbass stuff like that, man. So uh, we had one of our days where no, we in formation, and he had a flashlight. And what he would do with this flashlight, would walk around and check all the men, make sure we shaved. So he would come up uh-huh. to you and look you like, inspect the fuck out your face, and then shine a light. And his and his philosophy was, if the light reflects off your face, that means you still have hair on your face. <laughs> and then you would have to write him a 500-page essay, or a 500-word essay on military appearance <laughs> or some shit like that, man. And then one time he walked around with his fucking cell phone on Blue. Uh-huh. So he's like, hey, I got like six, seven names popping up on my Bluetooth right now. You know you guys not supposed to have your phones. So I'm going to walk by individually, and if my signal gets strong, I know you have your phone in your hands. <laughs> and then, you know, stupid motherfuckers was actually, like, raising their hands, like, oh, yes, pity officer. I got my phone on me. Like, come on, man. Like, you know for a fact, you can't trap nobody in no fucking Bluetooth. But that's how yeah. fresh we were coming from boot camp. Like, oh, man, like, they can find out anything, man. So Yeah, man, petty officers know all. Right. <laughs> yeah, man. So, anyways, uh, when uh, – when I graduated A school, went on leave for a week or two to uh, back to Florida, and then it was off to sub school, um, which is in um, Connecticut, and um, that was uh, that was by far out of the three schools, you know, um, boot camp and A school, and then sub school. Sub school was actually pretty enjoyable, to be honest. Um, I agree. It was it was even more freedom than we were used to. Uh, there was actual stuff around the base, you know. And there was stuff to do on the base too, and um, it it felt more like that school felt more like we were kind of learning how to do what we were supposed to do because we were actually starting to deal with like systems and stuff like that on submarines. Yeah, and you know there'd be certain trainers that we'd have to go to. Like uh, I remember the one where um, they put you in a room with a couple other. Uh, guys and you know there's pipes coming down everywhere and crisscrossing and stuff and then um, the pipes just, just start bursting you know water going everywhere the room starts yep, yep. Blood. trying to secure the uh, the pipes uh, so they don't leak as quick you know right um, I remember a firefighter trainer um, again there was that escape trainer where you had to wear the, the suit and they flooded yep. it and you had to pop the hatch and get out yeah that was fucking fun man um, and it yeah, it just it felt really good there. I had family there too, you know, outside family. So they came and visited me, which was kind of nice. 
And, um, you know, you got the Nautilus right there and all that shit. So, you know, it was kind of cool. Historic, man. Historic. Yeah, I mean, I loved loved, uh, sub school, man. Sub school, like you said, was the easier, most laid back. And they kind of actually introduced you to how um, fleet life was going to be like and then how, you know, the submarine and formality life was going to be. And I I got my first taste of it, man, when I when I arrived there. So I remember leaving uh, Mississippi. Uh, I flew to Atlanta, and we was I think me and my boy was in Atlanta for like maybe six seven hours, for a layover, right? So we finally make it to Connecticut, and we were stuck in Connecticut. Uh, we 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 made it to Connecticut about eleven o'clock. So we get down, we got our bags. Nobody's there to pick us up. We don't have a phone number. We don't have nobody to call. So we're like, what the hell? So we eventually get a hold of somebody. And they're like, oh, we got check-ins? Oh, like, you guys are reporting today? Like, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> so like two hours later, fucking random dude in, in civilian clothes, man. Hey, you too. Uh, you going to sell school? Like, yeah. Come hop in my van. <laughs> You're lucky because, you know, when I got there, they didn't know I was arriving at all. I know one picked up the phone that when I called the base. Right. So here I am, fucking eighteen year old, you know, salt of the earth guy, uh, just standing outside this train station, like, like, well, I'm here. A duty driver must be coming, right? Because of course you think the fucking Navy's gonna take care of every year, every uh, need of yours, you know. Of course. Uh, yeah. Um, so I was just I was just sitting there and, and I probably would have sat there all fucking day and because uh, I didn't know where the base was you know when you drop you off or when you get off the plane in uh, Connecticut you take a train yeah and once you get off the train you still don't know where the fucking base is right so anyway I was, I was sitting outside with all my luggage and some random dude comes up in a car and he's like hey you uh, you going to the base I'm like yeah so yeah jump in you know he wasn't in uniform or anything I'm like. Thinking back at it, I was like, well, fuck, this is how people get kidnapped and fucking raped and shit. Yeah. <laughs> you, you but, definitely, uh, he, he took me to the base, so. Yeah. You definitely could have been on the side of the road getting ass fucked somewhere, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That that was like, that was like my first step. Like, yeah, these motherfuckers don't really care at all, man. Like, yeah. y'all ain't got no tracking system on how we going to do operations and nothing like that, man. But, hey, we made it. We survived, bro. I remember we got there like maybe four o'clock and then we're driving through all these fucking woods and all that shit like that. Like eerie looking just like in place, man. Finally yeah. get there, we check in, we do our little check in procedures, get our room. He's like, man, you know, try to get a quick hour of sleep if you can because you guys gotta get back up at six o'clock to start, you know, orientation pretty much. Like, goddamn, man. So like been at the airport all fucking day, been stranded at the airport. Then picked up by this fucking stranger. Now, like, hey, y'all get an hour of sleep so we can at least start doing like like introduction for everything, man. Which yeah. that's 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 Navy life. I mean, that's that was submarine life right there, man. Yeah, man. I remember I actually almost failed out of submarine school. Um, oh yeah, I almost failed. yeah, I almost failed out of it. I, I don't remember which system it was. It might have been ventilation or something. Uh, I don't know. I just couldn't remember it. You know, so I, I failed the first test, I failed the second test, and the third, before I took the third test, uh, I had to stand before a board of, of the instructors, you know, there, I think there right. were 
officer or chief. I don't, I don't remember. It was a long time ago. And, you know, they go through the whole thing. You sure you want to be here? You sure you want to be a submarine guy? You know, da, 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 da. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I do, you know. I sure I do. And, um, you know, I'm shitting in my fucking pants and stuff. <laughs> and, uh, so they're like, all right, well, you're going to take the test again. And I actually passed that time. Um, and after that, it was it was pretty smooth sailing, you yeah. know. Uh, it was just that that kind of got me. And then uh, towards the end of sub school is where they kind of approach you, like, they're, you're basically, they're saying, all right, so when you get out in the fleet, you know, when you get out on your sub, so you're basically at the end when they're saying stuff like that. And um, they give you the dream sheets, get your dream sheet, and you get to write down where you want to go. Dream sheets don't mean a fucking thing to the Navy. It's, it's basically a thing where they're like, well, let's make them think they have some power, you know. Right. Um, but it was kind of cool. So you, there's the fast tax, the boomers. Um, the uh, uh, GNs and the Seawolf class subs. And um, I think uh, we may have gone over it in the last video. I'm not sure. But, um, you know, those are the uh, four different types. And at the time, I don't think they were really looking for people to go on GNs. Uh, those are relatively new. Yep. Um, and uh, so I wanted like more steady schedule. Mm-hmm. you know um and i didn't want a hot rack right we may have went over this uh before but i didn't want yeah. a hot rack uh, you know uh which hot racking uh means you're sharing a bed with another guy which sounded super gay to me <laughs> so i was like i'm not doing that shit so no i uh i volunteered for boomers uh which it turned out to be the most boring choice but the the um deployment schedule was good um so basically we got deployed for three months and then we came in back for three months deployed for three months back so at least you know what you're doing um then there's the fast tech gn and the seawolf classes which uh as you know is like our most secretive submarines oh, yeah um i even i don't know what they do no um, one does <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's super secret so we don't know yeah um but yeah so the two choices for me for Boomer was either Georgia or Washington. And since I grew up in Florida, I wanted to go to Georgia. Um, so I picked Georgia, and of course, they didn't get it. They sent me to the other corner of the fucking map, Washington, um, which was okay because uh, I actually liked Washington quite a bit. And right. That's really cool people over there. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Yeah. Uh, I want to say I had a similar experience with sub school. Uh, I was intimidated as fuck at first because yeah. I had in my mind that I was about to be like this fucking secret silence, like uh, just not even silent service, but um, fucking like presidential status, fucking like super secretive motherfucker, man. And then like getting all this money and shit. I'm thinking, man, it's about to be a fucking cakewalk. Like, I can do this. <laughs> then get to fucking, like, our first week of school, like, actual class, and then seeing, like, the stuff that we about to go over, and I was like, what the fuck did I get myself into, man? Like, I got to learn all these fucking systems, and the shit ain't nothing compared to actually what you do on the ship. But at first, it was like, man, this is intimidating as fuck. And then I think I did fail the second test, too. And I was like, yeah, I'm about to spell out this shit, man. Like, I can't do this no more, bro. Like, this is fucking stupid. But yeah. I actually ended up, you know, going through the same process, the board and all that shit. I actually ended up passing. And then 
the dream sheet, same shit, man. So I chose uh, the fast tech class because I want to you know go out see the world. I ain't really this long, man. You know the schedule, and I don't get fucked about the schedule. I want to see the world. I want to go overseas. I want to fuck foreign bitches. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like that yeah. was that was my that was my thought process, man. And um, I actually lucked out because I got Guam as my first duty station, but uh, end up getting underage drinking, which for you for those who's watching, underage drinking is always in the military. It's just if you get caught or not, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But yeah, I got caught. Um, underage drink. And I ended up losing my orders to Guam, man. But I got I actually ended up lucking out one of the my little detailer called me and was like, Hey man, you know, we got Hawaii available. Well fuck yeah, let me get Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let me get Hawaii, man. And then like for four years, but I was in Hawaii, like loving it, like living it up, man. I couldn't that's the one time I think my dream sheet actually like did good for me. Yeah, yeah. Hawaii would have been nice, man. Um, I would have, I would definitely like that. Uh, I just, I didn't want to go fast tech, man. You know, I just didn't yeah. want to do it. And, um, but yeah, up in Washington, man. Like, um, I got there and uh, so like I flew in from the the um, Connecticut to there, and my uh, my YM one, my uh, uh, LPO came and picked me up and uh, you know I still had the mentality of you know any petty officer above you or whatever like that you gotta be like yes petty officer no petty officer you know, or some right. shit like that so he's over here picking me up and he's just like yeah you know my name is so and so and he's being all like nonchalant and relaxed about it I'm like uh, yes petty officer uh, my name is uh, petty officer I'll give this you know fucking <laughs> yeah. going after it see me and give it whatever the fuck I was and um, he's like dude just chill like Relax, man. Yeah, like relax, man. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of weird because up until that point, like it was super formal and shit, and right. uh, that was really like the breakthrough of what submarines uh, and and the culture is gonna be like. Because yeah. I've never been on the surface fleet, so all I've heard is you know what I've heard, but I heard they're super formal, and um, you know. Uh, there's there's not a much, much uh, conversation when it comes to between ranks, but on a submarine, dude, like it, it doesn't matter. You, you'll be calling each other names. Um, the 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 senior guys, you know, the chiefs, and, uh, senior chiefs and mass chiefs, they talk to the the junior guys, and we all call each other by our last names and stuff. And right. even the junior officers, man, they'll get down with us too. Um, and uh, be super informal. I mean, it's it's really uh it's cool, man. It's a it's a tight knit community for sure. It really it really is, man. It really is. I want to thank uh, everybody that's tuning in and listening to us. Uh, well, so far from my journey from boot camp uh, to A school to sub school, you know, we gave you a little brief introduction. You know how the submarine um, operates or different classes, but we will get more into the submarine lifestyle. There's a lot, I know you guys may have a lot of questions on how that lifestyle was. So we're definitely going to have a lot of stories to tell. And uh, thank you for tuning in again. Once again, this is the USSC Stories. I'm Mike, and that's Evan. And uh, see you next time. See you later. <laughs>